expert insight, clear analysis, strategy in action. Welcome to the CEO to CEO podcast, featuring the world's top CEOs. The podcast will welcome honest conversations meant to challenge traditional ways of thinking from fellow global industry leaders. This podcast will also explore the intricate world of M&A from the insider's perspective. M&A is a big deal, one in which you can drive the future of your business, your industry, and even the trajectory of the marketplace. This podcast is hosted by Kevin Campbell, CEO of Synity. Synity is a global enterprise data solution provider specializing in data operations and data transformation. Kevin Campbell is a global champion in data and has served as the former group chief executive officer at Accenture and COO of Oscar Insurance Corporation. Candace Klein is an accomplished national business and civic leader based in Atlanta, Georgia. She is president of Klein Contracting Corporation and co-founder and CEO of MetaTeam LLC, a national women-owned commercial roofing company. With proven success as one of only a few certified women-owned commercial roofing contracting companies in the U.S., she has developed and implemented strategic plans to ensure profitability in volatile markets. Welcome to today's CEO to CEO podcast. Today, I'm delighted to uh, have a friend and colleague on, Candice Klein, who's uh, CEO of uh, Klein Contracting, President and CEO of Klein Contracting, and also the uh, co-founder of Meta Group. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a few minutes. Candice, welcome. Thank you. It's delightful to be with you, and I'm very happy to see you today. Yeah. Um, how about it, if you start with telling us about, you know, how did you get into the roofing business? Well, you know, as you know, the smell of asphalt is so appealing that I don't understand why everyone doesn't want to be a roofer, right? Um, so <laughs> years ago, I was actually in IT. And I was noticing that I was working so many hours that I had more dogs than friends. And I realized that I was, if I continued to lean in to this career, I was going to have to give up a lot of personal things that I enjoyed. I wanted to enjoy travel and it would impact my ability to have a family, I thought. And I thought, well, you know, it may be time to do something different. Meanwhile, my father bought out his partner in their then asbestos abatement company because, you know, roofing isn't, roofing isn't sexy enough. And um, I went back to school and studied accounting. And then I decided, you know, we're growing market share here at this company um, in a diminishing market, which was abatement at that time. And we had a good customer base that also needed roofs. So we quickly migrated into roofing. And thus, I am a roofer. Excellent. And so uh, tell me a little bit about the growth of client contract and kind of where you were and where you are today. Sure. So... Client contracting has been doing roofing for quite a long time now. And we're, um, you know, at first you were doing smaller projects and they were easier projects. So what I would like to think client contracting's forte is we grew into the complicated, difficult owner occupied facilities with long-term owners. So you've got somebody who may own 60 buildings across the country and many of them may be high rises in urban environments. Those are, we grew from doing small roofs, little warehouses into growth of complicated, uh, difficult, wonderful projects, I like to think. So we grew in sophistication um, and in size, but mostly I wanna say our focus was really growing into the, leaning into a very niche part of the market. And I know from uh, spending uh, time on your website and. By the way, why don't you let everybody know what your website is? It's kleincontracting.com. 
Great. If you go out there, there's some pictures of some gorgeous buildings that you've uh, you've done. And, you know, I think when most of us think about roofing, we think about our houses and you taught yeah. me early on. No, you don't do my you won't do my house for me. Uh, but yours is all commercial and some pretty special buildings, too. I've been very blessed that our client base um, has trusted us with some very sophisticated properties. And one of the benefits, of course, of being a roofer is you get the best views of any skyline you could ever imagine. So it comes with some added perks. And most people don't think about roofing and don't want to think about roofing, right? Like if, if you have a great roof, you shouldn't have to think about it for 20 years other than some seasonal maintenance. So um, hopefully a lot of, lot of the people who are listening today don't ever need to call me per se, but if, if, you know, if anyone ever has any questions, I'm happy to answer them. And uh, one of the things that you're known for is, uh, is that you hire people and hire your team as opposed to using contractors, yes. uh, which a lot of uh, roofers do. Tell, tell me about that and how did you develop that philosophy? Certainly. So 2008 was a critical point in so many people's market, right? And what I saw in the sub-trades, I'm considered a sub-trade in construction, was that everyone let go of all of their employees to reduce their overhead in order to, to, to stay in business, and they never brought them back. We never let go of those employees because, again, our goal at the time was to grow into a market that was very, it was very complicated roofing, uh, very unique circumstances, and I never believed that um, I would sacrifice the value of people. People are, are it for us. It is our employees. It is our clients. It's about safety. So although it may, my profit margins may be a little bit tighter than my competitors, I feel strongly that the people who are going to do the roofing, not only know what they're doing, but they know to look out for the well-being of everyone, both in the building, around the building, and on that job site. And I, I just, 2008 secured that value deeply for us, and I just don't feel the need or desire to ever change that. That's fundamental to who we are. And uh, what are the other differentiators that you might list when you're competing against people for projects relative to client contracting? Sure. Well, we have um, we have one of the best safety records in the business. It's almost unheard of. And again, part of the reason why we self-perform our work is that our training and safety is is unparalleled in our market. Uh, we also are able to do those complicated. We have a long history of those complicated projects. So owner occupied facilities, um, fil facilities with switching stations and very, very challenging equipment to work around in it we have a long history there. So when you're looking for somebody who can work in a very particular environment, we have that track record. And I believe that is our major differentiator. How has COVID been uh, to the roofing business? <laughs> Fortunately, what we do is outside, mm -hmm. but all of us have offices and office employees. And I say all, all of us, because this is, I'm gonna answer this question both for Klein and we'll talk about MetaTeam too. So the first thing you have to think about is how can your employees safely work in this environment? And so the first six weeks, I think everyone was struggling to figure out what are best practices uh, for people who are both outdoors and indoors? How do you get the PPE that you need both in your offices and in the fields? And what new safety precautions do you need to put in place? So COVID was, um, 
was like implementing a new safety procedure on steroids. It, it, you know, it, we had to make that happen very quickly. We, like everyone else, had to pivot. We had clients who postponed projects. I couldn't get permits on certain jobs. But in the same sense, what also happened was training became virtual. So instead of having to send our people or, you know, for myself or everyone else all over the United States to get the things they needed to be better at what they do, it became infinitely more efficient. So COVID's had its positives and it's had its new opportunities, um, I think. Although it was, again, you know, we're still in COVID. Yeah. Uh, we still have to be very cautious and we still have to make sure that no one, no one gets lax, even though they may be tired of it right we still have a while to go unfortunately yeah that's a great point right we're all seeing signs of all of us being tired of it right? we're all tired yes we are but we we all need to keep everyone safe and healthy because um our loved ones and our family members and our our, our teams are too important to not to overlook the safety factor you're a woman and uh a very successful one uh in what's traditionally been a male-dominated business How's that been for you? I have been very fortunate that, um, first of all, I, when I joined the business, I, I have worked with my father. Mm -hmm. And second of all, because we leaned into doing things that were more complicated, I've been able to spend time with technical experts in our field and learn from them. I have found the gentlemen who are on that um, upper echelon, I, I would say, of knowledge in my field to be kind and respectful even when i was a learning in learning bonehead mode because we all do that in our careers right. um they have been fantastic to me now that doesn't mean that it doesn't present itself with other challenges when i show up to a job site people do think hey what's going on um frequently i'm have been mistaken for uh the supervision's uh secretary mm -hmm. so that happens too and you just know going into it, if you want to change somebody's perspective about what somebody can look like in roofing, you develop a bridge, you develop a relationship with someone and you say, can I help you? If you don't mind, I would love to talk to you about this. And as you develop that personal relationship, you have the opportunity to change the industry's perspective. So I've been very fortunate that I've had a lot of gentlemen who've been very kind and open and a lot of people who want to have conversations with me. So I found it to be a very rewarding career. Well, and I happen to know from personal experience, you know, you're quite articulate and uh, quite confident and carry yourself well, which I think uh, probably helps you uh, quite a bit in that process. People don't have to spend more than a few minutes talking to you and they know that you can more than carry your own. You're very kind. Um, but as we all know, as we grow in our careers, we, we have to develop into that. That doesn't necessarily come naturally. So I, like everyone else, have had moments. And fortunately, the people who I'm trying to influence to look at women differently have generally been very kind and accepting of, of those moments. And I, I'm, I'm grateful to be one of the women in our industry. That's terrific. And, and for a dad of three daughters, um, I love having role models uh, out there for them. Uh, that proved to them that they can do anything, which is uh, which is awesome and be be good at it. Speaking of uh, of new things, talk to me about uh, about Meta Team, and I would uh, be delighted to. Yes. Uh, yeah. Tell me how, how what what's it all about, and how did you decide to go the particular way that you did, as opposed to an acquisition route or uh, or doing a, a traditional roofing roll up 
as they would call it. So yes. So when I was looking at how do I get client contracting to grow, my options were several of the things you named. I could acquire another company. I could branch out into another area, for example, residential. Um, I could, I, I could every all of my options were going to be a big investment of something that was going to be different. And I thought, you know, there are only there the top five roofing companies in sales only make up less than 3% of our market share. So roofing, commercial roofing is comprised of all these small to medium sized businesses all across the United States. And I thought there's something missing here. And what I was missing when I looked at that picture was the realization of how important diversity is to so many of my clients. We are a certified woman owned business. And I knew a handful of other regional roofing companies that were also certified women owned businesses. I knew that um, my clients and other people were looking to gain the quality that we offer, as well as the opportunity to engage with a minority contractor, particularly in the area of construction. So what we did is we created a new entity and it's called the Meta Team and thus team. Meta means to transform. So our goal was to transform the construction experience. So when you engage in, a, in the Meta Team, what you're getting is one of the woman-owned certified roofing companies that have been in business for decades. I, I think our, our youngest company is 16 and our oldest is 105 years old. Um, all of these companies have a heck of a portfolio of business. And right now we represent 22 states and we're looking to expand that because we're still in talks with the few other women out there who, who have that longevity, self-perform their work, have great safety factors um, as a part of their culture. So we decided we were going to do roofing a little differently. So we each still own our own roofing companies. Uh, but what we are can do now is we can openly collaborate without any competition. We all know where our areas and where our strengths are. So when a client comes to us and says, I have a large scale new construction project, I have the best roofer in the country who can do that. Um, one of my partners is brilliant at that. If one of our clients comes and says, I have a 46 story building with no access whatsoever and, and I need a new roof, we can do that. When I have a client that needs solar, I can bring in one of my partners. Our goal is to meet the customer's needs where they are without them trying to engage 25 different cultures at the same time while still being able to look at and empower diversity in construction. That's uh, very interesting. And uh, are you guys doing uh, training together? We have a, we're, since we're new, we have that a new safety and we're about to roll those kinds of pieces out as well as our own uh, supplier diversity platform. So as we are, as our clients are, are acting, we expect to act the same way. So one of our companies is spectacular. She's spectacular at training and some of her workforce is aging and I could easily see that group winding up being the source of training for the rest of us. You already have the talent in-house. Our yeah. goal now is to leverage it for everyone to use. Now you, uh, <clears throat> you know, and through our discussions, I know that you were launching this before COVID hit. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what advice would you have for somebody wanting to launch a new business in the middle of COVID? 
you know, when you're launching a new business, part of it is building your customer base. And just because COVID struck doesn't mean you can't develop relationships. You just have to find another platform to do that. I, we have had the opportunity to meet with many, many people online virtually, which still gives us that, that good Q&A time. Yes, we all miss being in person, um, but you know, you're always going to have a challenge that you're going to have to overcome. So why wait? No time like the present, right? Exactly. Exactly. Gives you an opportunity to, uh, you know, co-create or invent. Right. And, and, you know, other people are sitting now anyway. So why not, you know, let your competition sit while you go out there and continue to pursue. It's all good. It's great. What's your vision uh, for you and your, your founder, founding partners for what Meta will be five years out? I would expect in five years, we would be able to cover the entire United States. As I mentioned before, right now we're in 22 states. I expect we'll get the entire continental U.S. at that time. Um, I would expect to be able to really have customers learn to demand more. I, I mean, frankly, that's what we're asking them to do. You certainly are looking at empowering minorities in construction. But what we're coming to the table with is we're asking you to ask for higher quality. We expect that in our industry. So my goal for Meta is not just to grow and grow each of our individual entities, but it is to change the perspective of what our clients expect of us and change what the roofing industry sees when they think of roofers. You know, there's no reason why you can't increase minority ownership in roofing. No reason. You, we need lots of brilliant people to solve these problems. I just want to change what the expectation is when somebody shows up on a project. That's terrific. Looking back on your highly successful career, what to, if you look today and, and this, <laughs> you look back to yourself, what, what advice would you give your younger self? So I think that one of the things that happens, particularly with women, is we have imposter syndrome. And so we doubt ourselves. And I think when I look at my younger self, I would tell myself to spend less time in anxiety and more time going for it. You know, if, if you fail, that's okay. You've learned enough lessons that you will succeed, but don't get caught up in the, uh, in the head game of, can I do it? Is it right? Is it the right time? Just do it. You know, if you, after you've executed a decent plan, I'm not advocating for doing things with wild abandon without any forethought. I'm saying that, you know, if you feel like you've got something that's worth it, there's no reason why you shouldn't go out collaborate with others as you need them and create something new and special. Candice Klein, thanks for being on CEO to CEO podcast this week. And uh, hopefully I'm sure you've inspired others to go out and do something special. Uh, but uh, again, thanks for being on and sharing your experience and best of luck to you and, uh, and Meta uh, in the, uh, the months and years ahead. Thank you so much. Thank you for your kindness and your time. And I, I look forward to seeing you again soon, personally, as well as I hope that everyone stays safe. We've all got to stay safe and take care of each other. Exactly. Care, thank you. And don't thank you. Next week for CEO to CEO um, here on uh, your favorite place where you listen to podcasts. Thank you for joining the CEO to CEO podcast. Join us next time as we uncover data strategies to support mergers, acquisitions, and divestitures with the world's top CEOs.